What's up, fools? What's up? Welcome to the Married to a Podcast. I'm Richard. I'm Vanessa. And we're Team Ramos. Back at it. Here (laughs) in the beautiful Sacramento, California. Uh Uh-huh. Why are we here? Uh, We had our first 50 Cent concert. Or our first first hip-hop concert. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that was fucking wild. It's a good time. Yeah. Um. Jeremiah, Busta Rhymes, and 50 Cent all on tour together. It was a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, recording on Tuesday morning. In our hotel room. <laughs> we were going to record last night after the concert, but we we're coming to the conclusion of, you know what? We just want to end the night and be able to rest and relax and take our time getting everything done. Yeah, no, we day. just wanted to enjoy the rest of our day. Mm-hmm. But it was a great time. If any of you guys happen to be in a town close to that tour the final lap tour i would we would both highly recommend going because it was a fucking great time yep so on that note what are we talking about today uh well we're talking about the masculine versus the feminine and what about that are we talking about well basically it came from this topic came from a book that we both read Mm -hmm. right and the name of the book was um the way of the, the superior way, man. Thank you. Sorry. By drawing, David Data. Thank you. Drawing a blank. I'm sorry. Um, so the way of the superior man um, talks about the masculine essence and the feminine essence in all relationships, not just male to female. Um, and we're basically going to break that down and talk about how that works in our relationship, mm-hmm. um, how that works in our work life mm-hmm. and potentially where there may be some problems or maybe some rooms for improvement room for improvement okay yeah. that's a better way of saying that <laughs> um yeah so i mean i guess what does it really mean for masculine and feminine essence you know obviously the the stock way to think about it right is masculine is the more manly thing and feminine is the more womanly thing right and i think you hit it right on the head that not every relationship is going to have the same standard of masculine versus feminine. Mm -hmm. And I think identifying that at some point early on in the relationship is kind of important because you don't want to be four or five years down the road having issues, not really understanding what it is, but you know, the deep root of it is really just your, your essence, your personalities, your approach on things just don't match or at least, it hasn't been talked about. Yeah. I think that's a good reason why we're we're bringing this up too. Yeah. Not to say that we had this problem, but no. we do know people that have gone through this or are currently going through this as well. Yeah, and we've both found that it's very important to basically balance the core, mm-hmm. <laughs> the couple core. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I guess just kind of going through it and and talking about exactly what can be described as a more masculine essence. We'll go over both of them really, but to me, more masculine essence or traits, I guess, would be the stock protector provider, Mm -hmm. right? And when we talk about these things too, it's not necessarily like a man's thing. Mm -hmm. You know, there can be a more masculine essence in a woman per se. Yeah. And it's, it's, a matter of the dynamic of the couple like mm-hmm. there has to be one person who is with who has the masculine essence and mm-hmm. one person who has the feminine essence uh but it could also flip-flop and we'll get there i'm sure later yeah but, but you know just the whole protector provider thing i mean that's a pretty that's a basic yeah foundation mm-hmm. like in your face mm-hmm. answer right mm-hmm. Um, but if you wanted to go deeper into those things too, you know, being the emotional provider, being the financial provider, being the physical protector, Mm -hmm. you know, being the, I guess you can call it the financial protector as well, right? Someone that's in charge of 
most aspects that revolve around your day-to-day life, Mm -hmm. right? I feel like those can be more of a masculine thing. Um, Simply just taking charge of situations. (laughs) Um, Guys out there, if you happen to be one of those people that cuts people off when you're talking in conversations, I tend to do that, especially here on the podcast. I'm sorry. (laughs) But I think that in particular can be a really big, um, not red flag, I guess it depends on the person, but that's definitely a big trait that people kind of overlook that it they consider it kind of a power move mm-hmm. as well. So, you know, just a couple of examples, I guess, of the of my definition of the masculine, just on a surface level, mm-hmm. you know. What about you with potentially feminine? Um, well, going off that, I feel the masculine versus the feminine, I feel the feminine essence is very more so fluid. Mm-hmm. I'm not immediately thinking, um, you know, the caregiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking creative, um, more go with the flow kind of essence. Um, I guess that's the easiest way I can put it. Um, and the masculine versus that would be rigid, more structured. So uh, I guess, for example, a masculine trait in my eyes would be someone who needs structure or who who creates structure whether it's like they need to follow a calendar or there needs to be order in the household or even in the work environment some sort of structure or rigidity to to life (laughs) i feel like that is that's a very masculine trait that's a masculine essence versus the feminine i guess in its purest form quote unquote (laughs) might be very just loose go with the flow um just more of a creative ambiguous thing that thing needs to be rigid it's soft it's 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 just there and in the in the best way possible Mm -hmm. yeah and i think i think we're kind of describing our dynamic pretty well right off the bat (laughs) and well it's funny though because whenever we go out on trips like this Uh right i like to have a schedule and it's not like we need to wake up at 7.30 and then we need to be here, there, and everywhere, blah, 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 blah. It's not that like type of structure. We like to know what we're going to do, though. At exactly. least, like, if we're going to do, like, main thing, we came to see this concert. Mm-hmm. We came a day early, so we had time to travel, time to rest. Mm-hmm. You planned accordingly that yes. way. Um, one for me, like, perfect example. Okay, so we tried this thing out of... Our friend's book where we're like, we're going to do something and not tell the other one about it. Shout out to Brad and Eve. Um, And it worked great. Richard took us out to an amazing dinner. Damn right. Nice and fancy. Thank you. Um, And, you know, just because it's me and that's how it works out. I was supposed to figure out something to do for yesterday on a holiday where everything was closed. So (laughs) On Labor Day of all days. (laughs) Yeah. So it didn't work out exactly as I had planned, um, but I think it's a great example for this episode. Yeah, and to be fair, that's not your fault by any means because no. you know, Labor Day being Labor Day where nobody works. And it's not my character either. Yeah. I also like having a schedule. Right. I, I hate just being a feather floating. <laughs> <laughs> The Forrest Gump feather. Just a plastic bag in the wind. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, and I think <laughs> I think that's a perfect way to, to kind of describe it. And what sucks too is that both of us are really shitty. It's going to sound funny. We're both really shitty at having the feminine essence in that way because oh God, yeah. we both tend to have it at the same time. So let's say hypothetically yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we were trying to figure out what to do because nothing was open <laughs> after and, we walked around got our first workout in yeah and you know again granted everywhere's closed mm-hmm. right there's there's not a whole lot to do not to say that there's nothing to do but you know there's not a whole lot to do when everything is closed and you know and we're used to getting up earlier yeah so so when we we're, our days we're, we're ready to go with our day at eight o'clock yeah. so nothing's open <laughs> right so then you know, we get up, we're, we're getting ready to do our thing and 
were both like, I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do oh, you want to do? Yep. So it, it got real bad. And not to the point where we got annoyed with each other, but it got to the point where it, it kind of put us in a small funk. And then it got to the point, though, where, you know, by the time we wanted to figure it out, really, and snap out of it, it was already too close to the concert, like to when we needed to get ready. So we were like, well, let's just hang out here in the hotel room, which ended up being fine. I finished my book and everything, no, too. No, it so. ended up being really nice. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes it ends up working out. Sometimes it doesn't. But, you know, that in particular, to bring it all the way back, right, like that's a good way to kind of encapsulate a trait, I mm-hmm. guess, for the feminine essence where mm-hmm. on the opposite side of things, I need more structure and I need to at least know, okay, we're doing this at some point today. And then from there, we can figure out when we're going to do it, how we're going to get there. And I think that's kind of a good mixture between both the masculine and feminine in that way. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we need, I don't think it's necessary all the time to have that perfect balance, but it does come in handy sometimes. Yeah. You know, so I guess at the same time, another trait or example could just be the emotional versus methodical, right? Mm-hmm. Emotional kind of tacking onto what you were saying, at least to me, I think could be considered more of a feminine trait, mm-hmm. right? Just thinking a little bit more with your emotion where being more masculine or having a ma- more masculine essence tends to lean more to a methodical approach. And not always though, that's kind of the thing. Um, obviously, I'm not saying that if a man gets upset, and he starts acting with his emotions that he's being like a bitch. Too feminine or, or anything. Or too feminine, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that because that's just a natural thing. Mm-hmm. But we're talking mostly about, you know, only thinking about things through emotion, right? Or mm-hmm. seeing things through the lens primarily through emotion, right? Mm-hmm. Versus um, having that methodical planned out sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can go back to our day yesterday as a good example where, you know, you are wanting to be methodical about planning the day to a degree, right? Not 100%. Um, and I I enjoy that too. But at, like you said, it got us into a funk at one point where I felt emotional about it to a degree where I'm like, oh, great. I messed up this. This was supposed to be my day to figure something out for us to do. So I messed this up because I didn't think about how it's a holiday and that things are going to be closed. And now, now what? Right. Um, and even though that was a small part of our day, it didn't, it didn't ruin anything. Mm-hmm. It's just, I think it's a good example. Well, let's kind of go into that a little bit, I guess. And um, there are times where, you know, I was joking around, uh, joking about it this morning during breakfast, but you know, I'll come and save the day when it comes to making a decision oh my God, like that. Yes. But there is context to that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just saying that I'm saving the day, but joking around during breakfast, you know, throwing it out there, like, "Well, I'll come save the day and make plans, or you know, make a decision on whatever." When it comes to it, and hypothetically, I end up making the decision. Right. Or if I just take over, like take the reins or whatever, mm-hmm. does that bother you? Because that's more of a masculine trait, right? Where if you see something going wrong, mm-hmm. whether that's through planning a trip mm-hmm. or whether that's physically seeing something going wrong, does that bother you when that happens where I say, all right, I'm just going to take over? It bothers me only because if it was something I was supposed to try and plan for us, you know, in my head, it failed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that that's what bothers me is that I failed to get us this trip or this, this thing mm-hmm. that we were supposed to do together, this fun time. Uh, but it doesn't bother me that you come in and save the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, because then I have a sense of relief that, you know, our, our trip or our day isn't ruined because mm-hmm. otherwise if, if you wouldn't step in in that way, then we would still kind of be floating around and I'd still try to be figuring something out and it would have made the day worse it, for me, mm-hmm. for me especially. Yeah. And 
I guess my main point to that is because like you had mentioned earlier in this episode that we both tend to have a little bit more of a masculine essence when it comes to, you know, trip planning or, you know, wanting to have like wanting to take point in certain situations. Right. Yeah. So that's the reason why I ask is because you having that masculine essence for planning Mm -hmm. whatever activity we're going to be doing and you're having a hard time doing it, Mm -hmm. does that, is it easy for you to kind of let the reins go a little bit? Well, yeah, because something's got to give, right? And if we're both trying to push forward, not fight each other, but push forward with this masculine essence of being methodical, planning something out, um, but one isn't working clearly over the other, then one of us needs to step back. Mm-hmm. And that I think that's typically I, – I am comfortable and I feel safe stepping back because I don't think you're going to uh, hold it against me if I, if I can't figure something out. Yeah. And I, I trust you to do that. Yeah, and obviously I wouldn't hold it against you, right? Maybe. I don't know. I guess it depends on what it is. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But, you know, I don't mind stepping in. And it's been something that I've been trying to work on, too, because we both can attest to the fact that we both have had a lot more of a feminine essence in the past in that regard. Because whenever it comes to doing anything, we both have always had the, I don't know, what do you want to do? Yeah. Because... And I think this, I think I can speak for both of us here that it's because we didn't want to hurt the other person's feelings. And we were trying to figure our shit out still. Like we didn't know if you, like you didn't know if I actually liked going with you to watch baseball games at the bar or go golf or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know if you actually liked going to the museums or going to see art galleries, you know? Mm -hmm. So we were testing the waters still. Yeah. um, Which needs to be done yeah in any relationship for sure and it could be something as you know just hashing it out early or slowly figuring it out and both ways are fine you know how could you figure it out faster yeah i don't i don't think there's how's that even possible you know unless you come out and say i am this type of person i need it to be this way every time yeah which in which in part is more of a masculine thing right to just go up front and say it's very blunt. This is what I want mm-hmm. and this is what I need in my life. Mm-hmm. And if you Take can't it give it. it to me, you're either in or out. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of funny to, to look back, especially and see the growth that we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, and mostly, I don't want to make this about me at all, but mostly for me, jumping into more of a masculine. Okay. You're the star of the show. Not, a, not at all. <laughs> but I'm just saying because speaking for myself here going from having more of a feminine essence because of my background of not being raised with a dad Mm -hmm. or not being raised with a um i'm not gonna say a father figure because i've had plenty right but Mm -hmm. not a consistent one every day that had the the ability to teach me all these things it was my mom and my grandmother and some aunts, mm-hmm. right? So mostly women around me. Mm-hmm. So it's taken a long time for me to jump into more of a masculine role or more of a masculine essence. Only in that sense, though. I think I think you, to give yourself a little bit more credit, I think you have traits that some may consider old-fashioned or outdated, but... I really enjoy because mm-hmm. you literally open the damn door for me every day, <laughs> no matter what, even if we're, we're running late to work and I need you to not open the door for me and just get the car going, mm-hmm. you will still open the door for me. You're welcome. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I love that about you and you, you are very respectful to anyone you meet for the first time. You hand, you give a great handshake mm to anyone you meet. So you have learned a lot from your mom your gra- and your grandma mm-hmm. um, for what it means to be a man, mm-hmm. you know, um, from them. They they did the best they could with you, and I think they did an amazing job. 
Thank you. And the only thing I guess you are, if you're missing anything, was that that just extra essence that I guess could come easily mm-hmm. or easier from an actual man in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's cool to hear about it from your perspective because mm-hmm. you know not being able not not being able to I guess but like just not talking about this topic before with anyone yeah this is new (laughs) (laughs) it's it's you know something i guess i never thought that i would talk about for one but then two you know i didn't i don't know it's just one of those things i never thought about growing into yeah you know and then being candid you know when we were first dating yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you had a lot more of a masculine essence. Oh, yes. So it's been kind of, I don't want to say nice because I feel like that's in this context a little disingenuous. But It's been interesting to see the shift though, right? Yeah, I would in say so. In Yeah, because we essentially went from the polar opposites, not to the extremes, but like we went from the opposite ends and then we met in the middle, which was that phase that we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. We're like, I don't know. What do you want to do? The I don't know phase, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then now we're we're swinging the other way, mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing by any means because you already having the masculine essence before, you know how to tap back into that when you need to. Yeah, it's the feminine essence that I have trouble with. Mm-hmm. It's like there's some stuff that comes naturally, but I have a hard time stepping back if if you want to take control of the situation, Mm -hmm. I also want to be in control of the situation and you know, I'm just a control freak, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, it's really hard for me and you've, you've allowed me to feel like I can step back Mm -hmm. and put trust in you fully or put trust in us versus having it all on, on my shoulders by myself. Yeah. And it's like you, like you even said, it's been interesting because, I think this weekend was a perfect example. And I know every week we keep saying that, right? Like, this week has been interesting to see you do this and that or the other. But <laughs> the, the whole thing about it is that we're always learning about each other, right? And I think going through the betterment process, like really trying to hone in who we are and mm-hmm. trying to better ourselves as a couple is really exposing all of these things that we haven't even really thought about before. Yeah. So that's why we keep saying it over and over in every single episode, right? But... This weekend is a perfect example, again, because (laughs) leading up into it, you were like, well, what was the one thing that you kept saying this entire time? Go ahead. (laughs) Uh, That I didn't want to ruin our day? Oh, well, no. But I just want to wow you. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, that one. When it comes to... Okay, I want to be a girl sometimes for myself and for you and I want to dress nice and I want to feel cute and sexy and I want to wow you sometimes. Yes. And that is something that when you look back at our 19, 20 year old Oh my God, I never would have said that or done anything like that ever. It's been a slow process to go from (laughs) that all the way to now, right? 11 years later where you wouldn't have said that. No. Even even five, six years ago, no. you wouldn't have said that. No. But I would have worn my basketball shorts and my hat. <laughs> but slowly going, you know, evolving throughout the years, it's been it's been good and nice to see your feminine essence want to come out more. Like you getting all giddy about dinner on <laughs> Sunday, you know. Like that is something that you wouldn't have gotten super giddy about and you wanted to dress up nice. You wanted to put on makeup. You wanted to do this, that, and the other. And to most women, that's kind of a standard thing, right? But if you don't know me, then (laughs) I don't wear makeup. Yeah. So for you, I don't really know how to make up (laughs) for you. It's, you know, it's just been a cool evolution to be able to see the transformation between the masculine essence going all the way to the feminine essence and you accepting that, you know, you've, yeah. al- you've always had the structure. You've always had the rigidity, not to the point where it's unattractive to me, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, 
that would probably get misconstrued as being intimidating. How most people, when they meet you, well, especially most say, other right? women, right? Most <laughs> other girls say, oh my gosh, I was so intimidated. You, I thought you were going to kick my ass. But that's just your masculine essence coming out mm-hmm. as the front. But seeing you evolve has been, you know, truly a blessing for sure. Would you say I've bloomed? You have, you have bloomed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I kind of want to talk about this a little bit too, where I want to see and get your opinion on whether or not the roles can be flipped. So can the opposite person have the opposite essence? So for example, are we speaking mainly male versus female couple? Um, I mean, regardless, I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter. It's right. just whoever has that personality. Or exactly. Essence. And obviously everything that we've been talking about can be related to a gay couple and a lesbian couple as mm-hmm. well, because most people or most relationships, I'd probably say 99% of them. I mean, I'm clearly going based off of how I feel at this point, but yeah. I don't know any statistics, right? Um, but this is all speculation. <laughs> yeah, I would say about ninety nine percent of relationships have one person that's more masculine and one person that's that's more feminine, mm-hmm. right? In any sort of di- dynamic or any sort of relationship. So, uh, back to the question though, like let's just say between you and I, or between another heterosexual couple, can there be a dynamic where the male or the the man has a more feminine essence? And then the woman has a more masculine essence. And can that work out? Well, yeah, I think so. Um, I think, of course, we see that a lot more today. Um, I think we see a lot more, you know, stay-at-home dads Mm -hmm. um, and career-driven moms. And that works. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, I don't think we have a friend uh, or a couple of friends who have that dynamic. Um, So we don't know how that relationship really works. Um, But I think, I think it's doable. I think it's, it's something that's widely accepted. And I still feel that there has to be that balance, of course, that potentially there is a flip that needs to occur. Mm. Uh, If it's a, a male versus female relationship because if the wife's bringing in is the provider bringing in the money doing the basic masculine stuff mm-hmm. right and the husband is being the care the caregiver i feel that i would still want to be able to have that moment where i get to be feminine mm-hmm. meaning i want my husband to be the man every once in a while mm-hmm. uh, to give me a break from from that masculine essence from that from that trait. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's just my take on it. Uh, but I definitely think it's possible for it to be flipped with with some balance having to be added back in. Yeah, I I think it's hard. Er, <laughs> I think it's harder for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly in a heterosexual couple. Because of the quote-unquote gender roles or whatever it's called, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think the it's it's a lot more difficult in my eyes because of what you were saying, right? You have to do a lot more juggling mm-hmm. and a lot more finding, not finding. Uh, you have to do a lot more uh, searching, I guess, when it comes to what your solution is going to be. Because again, let's bring up the the example of a career-driven woman mm-hmm. right i think that in particular having a career-driven woman with a stay-at-home dad who's wanting to take care of the kids or i guess is in a position where to take care of the kids be the the provider or the the home carer <laughs> caregiver the caregiver <laughs> there you go thank you i said uh, it like two times sorry um being able to find that balance of, like you said, when she comes home from work, she doesn't want to have to just be in that same career mode all the time, right? Mm-hmm. She wants to be the feminine as well, mm-hmm. where I feel like naturally as a man, 
you don't want to always be the feminine, right? You want to be more of the masculine. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's just interesting because you kind of have to talk about when and where those situations are going to be. Okay. So I think for me, it's, I, I can't imagine myself doing that. Yeah, personally yeah and that's why i think it's harder mm-hmm. because i would want to be more of the man masculine energy essence mm-hmm. in the relationship as opposed to taking the back seat staying at home with the kids which mm-hmm. could be a rewarding experience i'm sure anything like that but um being able to just juggle back and forth when i'm allowed to or when when the windows open for me to be the man mm-hmm. and then having to go back into the feminine side of things. Yeah. I Does that think, make sense? Yeah. No, I, I understand. I that don't was know a very if, long, I don't know if they understand. Yeah. Sorry but... <laughs> guys. That was a very long winded and shitty explanation of how I feel. about. I it. think what we really need to do is find a couple with that dynamic and talk to them about it. Cause mm-hmm. we have no idea. We don't know. We don't know how their dynamic w- w- would work. Um, how they would explain it. Mm-hmm. So if anybody knows anybody, please send them our way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We'd love to have them on. But yeah, I mean, that that's personally how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. I would I would personally, not for the fact that it takes work. It's just, I would hate to constantly feel that back and forth of not knowing when it's my time and when it's not my time. Mm-hmm. Well, can we go back a little bit? But with that last point you just made did you feel that way at all when we were first dating no. because we were both both you know have a little bit of that masculine essence but um i know i didn't make it easy <laughs> <laughs> but i guess i just want to go back and see if you have realized or noticed the growth you've made not just from what i've told you i've seen mm-hmm. but um after reading this book, do you think that you have you've accomplished a lot more of that masculine essence versus when we were first dating? Yeah, I I would say so. I don't think like I said, I don't think I was really fully in the feminine essence. I think I had more of it, but I wasn't subservient to you mm-hmm. in my head. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to uh, I guess be quote unquote less than, or just, you know, only try and make you happy in that way. Cause there are plenty of times where we difficult times, I guess I, we would butt heads. There you go. That's mm-hmm. what I was trying to say. Um, there, While we were trying to say the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And then we, that would lead into an argument and then that would lead into us being, you know, passive aggressively quiet for hours on end and <laughs> all that shit. <laughs> so, you know, I think it's uh, looking back on it. I don't think I had a hard time dealing with that it's more of just kind of like i don't know we were just trying to navigate mm-hmm. we were just trying to figure it out and luckily when we were dating and our personalities at the time were pretty mellow pretty chill and we didn't have like hot heads or anything we weren't always butting heads but it would get to the point of we would kind of get a little i don't know annoyed at certain things yeah, and I think it's like you said, uh, we just would be passive aggressive because we couldn't talk about it. We yeah. didn't know how. So we didn't, uh, to answer your question fully, I don't think I had a hard time. And yes, I have realized and kind of, I've looked back even before this conversation too, but I've looked back and noticed that, you know, I definitely am not the same way that I was back then. Mm-hmm. I I feel more purpose driven mm-hmm. um which is something that they talk about in the book too but you know i think finding what it is that you want to accomplish even at certain stages in your life helps you grow your masculine essence mm-hmm. and even your feminine essence too yeah you know yeah i kind of want to see your thoughts on this dynamic the masculine versus feminine and flip flopping it back and forth at work between the two of us. Mm. So, you know, like we kind of take turns, obviously, because I uh, am a project manager and I have to kind of delegate what we do 
what you do, mm-hmm. um, but you also are in charge of your department and need to make sure work is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's your view on our dynamic and the flip-flop that we kind of have to do? Oh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I just, it's an interesting dynamic for sure because – you know, you can obviously break it down on the surface level and say that, oh, they just, you know, they work well together and they know when to pull back and when not to and whatnot. They know when to take the charge and and when to just listen, right? Like surface level. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about the nuance, right? And the more masculine versus the feminine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think it's it's challenging now that actually that we're with the team. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's definitely harder now. So when it was just us and two other people at our old shop, mm-hmm. I think it was a lot easier. Yeah. Because it's just us. Mm-hmm. Just like us here on the podcast. It's just us. And then we just delegate to those two people. Exactly. What needs to be done. But now through a team setting... I have to be in charge, quote unquote, in charge of one other person because they're in my department. You're in charge of, quote unquote, in charge of another person that's in your specific immediate department. But then you in particular have to delegate between basically four to five different people. Mm -hmm. So for me, I, I feel like I have a decent balance and a decent grasp on when to pull back and when to take charge because at the end of the day I do have to come to you for information and I have to know okay I got to go to my wife who and in that point in time I don't think about you as my wife I got to go to, to my Vanessa. project manager yeah I got to go to my manager <laughs> and basically say hey what do you need uh what's this what are we looking at here and then uh from that point once I know the project of like the, the details of the project, then through whatever it is that I can do, I can finally then take the reins and do what I need to do. So my masculine essence at that point can, can move forward and mm-hmm. come to the forefront because then I'll, I'll take control at that point in time mm-hmm. and say at least what I need and what my team needs. And then from there, I can, you know, back away and kind of let you take care of the rest of it. Yeah, I think I get to flip-flop a little bit more because there's there's jobs where I can take the reins and and just tell you what needs to get done. Mm-hmm. And there's certain jobs where I, I have no idea how to approach it properly or I have multiple ideas and then I'm going to come to you because that is our old dynamic and it's worked for us so far. And then with a team, I'm coming to both of you now mm-hmm. to get – your input to see how is this, how is this, how's, what's the best way to approach this? So I think I do have to flip flop a little bit more frequently at work um, from the masculine to the feminine, just because of this, of the team environment Mm -hmm. where even though I am in more of a manager position, uh, I need to be, I need to be aware of my teammates and, and their, their strong points. So it's, it's been, it's been new. <laughs> it's been good though, mm-hmm. um, because I'm learning new ways of thinking, uh, and it's just a matter of constantly flipping through multiple perspectives. Yeah, which it might take me a little bit longer to get things done compared to the way I used to, mm-hmm. but uh, it's definitely getting done the right way the first time. And that's my main goal. Yeah. And, you know, we don't need to, it's funny because we could easily have have just gone, you know, the traditional way of thinking. I just work here and you're my manager and I, I just got to listen to you. Mm -hmm. You know, I could easily have just gone that way and anyone can do that on a day in and day out basis. Right. And I think the hard, the hard thing is that 
we're trying to continue to better ourselves in a lot of different ways. We have our hands in a lot of different jars right now. Yeah. Right. Our hands in a lot of different projects, right? We're trying to do this, the podcast. We have this day-to-day job, right? Or this uh, nine-to-five. We have this other adventure that we're working on still. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we're also trying to do some freelance stuff on the side, both you and I individually mm-hmm. and together. So, you know, doing all of that while reading books and trying to stay healthy. Complete 75 complete hard. 75 hard. You know, <laughs> we have a lot of stuff going on and it's really easy to just go into work and say, yep, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. Clock Whatever. in and clock out. Yeah. Do all that. But we don't live that way. Right. So looking at it through this perspective is not necessary by any means, but we think it's important mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but I, I kind of want to go back into the personal thing just a little bit when you're talking about masculine versus feminine. And I actually want to touch into how it can end up being a problem and talking about the cons you know the pros and cons but i Mm -hmm. want to talk about the the cons list just a little bit it's not of a full-on list it's more of just like a point yeah when and this could be great from your perspective being the woman right when a man ends up losing his masculine essence right Mm -hmm. and you're having to take on more of that masculinity to take over, be the provider, be the protector, you know, this, that, and the other. How do you, how would you feel? Because obviously that's not our dynamic, right? Right. But how would you feel coming from the the woman's perspective? How would you feel if I lost that masculine essence? In a sense, like you lost a purpose? Yeah. Um, Well, I think that'd be pretty devastating. Uh, because, you know, just assuming the relationship is similar to what we have where we've been together for a long time, we've had all this planning. Mm. Um, if for some reason you lost your purpose and you didn't have that drive, I think it would be pretty devastating because that means there's a lot more slack for me to pick up. And I don't know if I personally would be able to do that. Um, if I would have to step into all of those roles, it's doable for sure. But I think it would, I would think it would be a pretty big detriment to the relationship mm-hmm. because at that point, I am going to lose trust. Mm. I'm going to lose that. I, I guess that safety. And not to say that you are the only safety line I have, but we should, as couples, we should be creating a sense of safety and trust between each other. Mm -hmm. Like um, it is, I'll trust you to take care of these things, to take care of me and vice versa, depending, depending on the situation. Um, Just the safety is going to be gone because I won't be able to trust you being there for me, being there for the family, being available if you've lost that essence, that purpose, that drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I think that happens to people and that's what leads to the relationship ending or the a divorce. Um, I think it's I think it's as simple as just losing that trust. Yeah. And on the flip side of things, you know, if you were to just fully take on more of the masculine essence. In the book specifically, it says that would become uh, a, more of a detriment because basically I would lose the attractiveness to you. Well, that was going to be my next point. Is right. It but, creates resentment. Yes. So I would, I would, I being the man, right, um, would lose the attractiveness to you if you were to have that masculine essence overpowering mine, Mm -hmm. right? 
but that's just because like you said i'm not holding up my end of the bargain yeah i'm creating way too much for you to have to pick up so then you're picking up the slack Mm -hmm. i'm resenting you because you're picking up more of that masculine essence Mm -hmm. when i'm just the problem at that point yeah and obviously there's going to be times where you know i'm gonna have to pull 70 percent because you can only give me 30 Mm -hmm. and vice versa to get to 100 percent um and that's fine. That's yeah. normal. That but those happens, little shifts aren't what we're talking they, about. No, this is something that is a massive change. And mm-hmm. that it's just, yeah, it's just a, it's a relationship killer. Yeah, absolutely. And I think to kind of go into that point a little bit more earlier that, you know, I, I would look at you differently. Mm-hmm. And I'm not looking at you like a dude. <laughs> it's no, just, it's That's just, not what we're saying. It's It's just more of. You know, resentment makes people unattractive. Right. Like if I resented you for not having a purpose, a drive for just basically losing all interest in things, I definitely am not going to want to have sex with you. Right. I'm definitely not going to want to continue a family, a relationship. I'm not going to confide in you. I'm not going to give you any anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to want you to even touch me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch me. Um, yeah, no, that's absolutely true. And I think you've summarized my point way better than I was going to. Oh, good. Thank you. (laughs) But basically, you know, that's exactly what I was going to say is that resentment would make our relationship just rot Mm -hmm. in that way. And I feel like that's true with any relationship, any dynamic. Anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So for all the men out there that haven't quite found their purpose and what does that even mean in itself, right? We don't know. We can't tell you. (laughs) Well, I I can at least say that what your purpose is, is what drives you every single day, that what gets you up in the morning, what gets you to keep going, to continue getting better, to keep providing and protecting for your family, right? Like that's something that could be considered your purpose. And that right there makes you attractive. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, if you haven't found that, quite yet and this could be for men or women doesn't Mm -hmm. matter but if you haven't found that yet do some searching you know take some time to be alone and we just listened to uh, radical health radio uh, a couple weeks ago and they said for for anyone that has a tough time distinguishing the two choosing to be alone versus being lonely right? It's all about intentionality at that point. So Mm -hmm. choosing to be alone, choosing to go do something different by yourself without your significant other, that's totally fine. But then again, choosing to be lonely is totally a different feeling, right? Mm -hmm. And not to get too far into that subject, but where I'm going with this is that I chose to be alone and go play around at golf by myself. Mm -hmm. And that's where I feel like I started to find my purpose, not in golf, (laughs) but it gave me time to think Mm -hmm. and to... You had that quiet. Exactly. And what's perfect is that there was a group in front of me that was playing super slow. (laughs) So I got to actually sit down on on the bench on the tee box and just kind of think and just be there and enjoy the wild turkey gobbling off in in the hills and... (laughs) You know, just hearing the the grass blow in the wind. And that's something that the book also talks about along with radical health is that it's good to be alone, Mm -hmm. to have that solitude for a reason, um, for growth, not because you're just lonely. Yeah. Because then you're going to build and breed more problems. Yes. But find that solitude to find your purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely helped me gain more of a masculine essence for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think you've seen that. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, well, any other thoughts you might have? Any closing thoughts? I, I honestly think we could keep talking about this for a while. So if we feel like it, I think we need to just go into part two on our drive back. Maybe. So. For now, though, I think we can call it good. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> um yeah, I, I think 
my closing thoughts are just identify, you know, identify your your masculine traits. Or your feminine traits. Or your feminine traits. Um, have, Find the balance. Have that discussion if you mm-hmm. need to. Communicate, like we've been saying for pretty much every episode. Communication is key. Figure that out. That way, the road to a healthy relationship is smoother. Mm-hmm. And, you know. And clearer, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. And, you know. Find what works best for you guys, really, because we're not giving the blueprint to say that this is the way, right? This is the way. <laughs> <laughs> we're not giving giving you guys an outline, but we're just giving you what we think. We're sharing our experience. Exactly. So this is what works for us. What works for us might not work entirely for you guys, but that's why we're at least giving points, topics, perspectives on you know what these are and what they might mean. Yep. Well, follow us on Instagram. Let us know where you're at. We have a lot more international listeners. Yeah. And that's awesome. So thank you all very much. Yep. Um, follow us on Instagram, Married to It Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't forget to share the show. Yes. Uh, we're based off of value exchange, man. So we can't grow unless you share the show. So, you know, do what you can. Tag us in the Instagram post if you happen to share it on the social um give us a rating as well yes. on anywhere that you're listening and like we mentioned we're working on some potential apparel potential goodies to sell just to support growing this podcast mm-hmm. so keep an eye out for that cool and on that note until the next one see ya Thank mm-hmm. you.